Hey guys, Drummond here. Just want to let you guys know that we do have a YouTube channel up right now. And if you guys would like to see that, go ahead and type in drum, the symbol, and drummer, and you guys can see our beautiful faces there. And we are putting up extra content. It's more of like the uncut version of the podcast. However, if you do like the more polished, censored version of this podcast, go ahead and keep listening. The episode will come up right now. Hola. Sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. Someone's playing tricks on me. Oh, wow. Do you ever feel like someone's like watching you sometimes? I always feel like I have this presence about me. And, like, and, I, and it's, it's weird. About you? Yeah, like about me. Like some people say like I'm larger than life. And I always wonder what that means. And they, they start talking to me in a weirdly, you know, Scottish accent. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what what do they see that I don't see? But really, they say that they see my spirit animal. And I've been told my well, spirit animals. Is- you've, you've met your spirit animal, haven't you? You did that, that one TikTok trend where you go and you meditate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What if I told you that I also met your spirit animal and I brought him here to the physical if, realm? If you can explain him to me, can you explain? So maybe I can, maybe you're saying the same things I'm, I'm seeing in yeah, my head. Yeah, so, uh, okay. So, so tell me if this is what you experienced when you went through it and this, okay. is, this is who you met. Okay, well, like, um, I walk upstairs. I go into this room. I close the door. Go into the, the room, door, close the door, down the sit down on the chair. Okay. And then the door opens, right? The door opens. And I look back at the door. You look back at the door. Yeah. And all you see are these strangely strangely shaped ears mm-hmm. uh kind of look like uh the like you take a tortilla and you cut it in a triangle and you roll it up it's like a little cone right yeah yeah, yeah very okay. similar and then uh he's uh like this this being is just giving you just this sense of like you just understand that this being is love mm. and this being is is life? life do you know is your spirit guide shrek yes I feel like he's here right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, Dalton bought a life-size cutout of Shrek. Why? I don't know. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shrek, welcome to the set. Hey, Shrek, why don't you roll that intro? There we go. I'm drum. I'm drummer. All right, welcome back, everybody. Week 72. Week 72, guys. That's 7 times 7, 49 plus 150. I know I did that last week, but it fucking works. 50 plus 5, 55 plus 5, 60 plus 2, 62 plus 4, 66 plus 1, 67 plus 1 and a half, 68 and a half. 68.5 per se. And then plus 0.5, 69 plus 2 is uh 71 plus 1 72 baby let's go and as always we're your hosts i'm drum and i'm drummer this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three s's storytelling the supernatural and self-improvement but we're gonna take all those s's away and welcome shrek welcome shrek shrek welcome (laughs) shrek (laughs) man and you know what shrek is love shrek is life and we're just here for a good time okay baby so let's just have a good day i feel like we've had a rather strange obsession with shrek recently i don't understand it like it all started with our our shrek and steak night yeah that's that's when our obsession started but it just turned into so much something so much more yeah more beautiful yeah like a like a blooming onion get it because he loves onions he does onions are layers (laughs) and and don will you tell me what 
how big is this cutout behind you? Like, like just for reference, it's it's actually only five eight. Which um, I feel like ogres are much taller than five eight. Ogres are definitely at least six foot five minimum. minimum? But I think yeah, minimum, dude. You got to think about if you see an ogre in real life, like he's gonna he's gonna look down on you. And but that also can mean that like the villagers are like four feet tall. That's what I was saying. And, and how, that's the normal size of a human. And then how tall would, so. would Laura Farquaad be? Oh, but wait, no, because then even then, like an like an average sized human would be like five, 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 five six. I thought ogres looked down on you because they were just so much better at handling their money. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to explain why I bought this in a second, okay? Let's get back to this ogre situation. I'm going to prove you wrong. Um, I think maybe in DreamWorks place where they make all their stuff maybe an average human size is four foot five five feet so and then it just goes lower like the dwarves have to be like three feet tall you know what i mean yeah uh so so go ahead and and address the 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 ogre in the room i had this dream the other night um and i love that by the way i had this dream the other night and let's see it was like a tuesday last maybe last tuesday night i fell asleep had a dream that i was following shrek around and I was chasing Shrek. And if you guys ever watched Shrek 3 or 4, there's this fat little white kid. And he goes, he goes and he has his lollipop and he's looking at Shrek. And Shrek's at a birthday party. And he goes, hear the roar. <laughs> hear the roar. Hear the roar. And that's all he does. And it's a beautiful it's a beautiful scene between it's annoying as Shrek hell. And, and this little beautiful boy. And Shrek finally roars. And he says something, and it freaking kills me every time. I can't remember what it was, but it's so funny. And that's my favorite part of the whole that whole movie. And um, so I woke up that morning, and I was like, well, how much is it to buy like a life-size cardboard cutout of Shrek? How cool would that be just to have in your house? You know what I mean? So I looked it up on Amazon, and I was staring at it for a good 15 minutes, to be honest. Like, Dalton, do you really need to buy this? Like, why are you doing this right now? But I'm a man that just... If I can do it, why the fuck not? It's just gonna start greater conversation. Well, you know? hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like you're not giving me the credit hold that on, I deserve. I was here. getting there, big Are guy. You? Okay, okay, all right. Again, I was sitting on the couch for 15 minutes debating this. So finally, Matthew wobbles out, and I'm like, Matthew's like, hey, I like, was walking at this point. Yeah, he was walking. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, Matt was like, what are you looking at? And I was like, I think I want to buy this cardboard cutout of Shrek. Without it, without hesitation, Matthew goes, just buy it, dude. Hell yeah. And I'm like, that's a good idea, man. That's a great idea. I was just thinking that. And then I was like, but I don't want to spend $15 on shipping. And Matt's like, oh, I get you. I get you. So we continue. We go throughout our day. I go to work. He goes to work. We do our thing. We meet back up at the gym a little later. And I look at him, and he, he looks at me, and I was like, dude, I don't think I can spend the $15 for shipping. And he goes, he goes, what? <sighs> Whatever. And he walks away, and I, come, I go do my workout. I come back to my phone, and I see that I have a Venmo for the shipping cost <laughs> of my ogre. I support I su- I support dreams. <laughs> I support <laughs> dreams, damn it. <laughs> and you know what? Matthew supported mine. And in 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 the uh, in the quote or in the Venmo he said what would you say I support your dreams? Or, yeah, you did say that. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. But he just helped me. And I was like, "You know what? That's all I needed." So I bought it right then and there. <laughs> and it's it's been great ever since. It just came in today. But it did. It did. It was going to come in like mid-April, but hey, part we got of me, it early. Part of me wishes that it did only because we would have forgotten. Yes. And then yes. it would have been like that much better of a surprise. Yeah. Can you Cause, imagine? Because I, def- I got an update 
uh, for any like thing that gets shipped here by FedEx, like my phone for whatever reason is linked to the house. So I get updates all the time. So then I saw that we had something coming in today and I was like, oh, okay, maybe dad ordered something or something. And sure enough, all of a sudden Dalton goes, Matt, Matt, Shrek's here. And then he pulls out this massive fucking cutout. I'm all, Jesus Christ, what the hell? And I knew it was going to be pretty wide, but I didn't think it was going to be that wide. Like it's, it's amazing and yeah. it's all I've ever wanted. And I'm so happy with my decision. Also, uh, Monique, babe, we have our fourth roommate. Uh, so we I, also have a six foot two droid coming pretty soon. So our house is going to be pretty insane. Um, our house is gonna look so dope. It's gonna it, it's gonna be the place to be. I just imagine like Monique's family coming over and walking in and being like, "What did Monique get herself into?" <laughs> like that bitch. This bitch ain't gonna fit in my room. There's no way. And he has to be around. I want us to like leave him like wherever our living room's at, right in front of the blinds, but just slightly like open. Yeah. Because like when we go over to David and Rachel's, they have all these like nicknames for the people that like walk around. Like you got Hunchback guy, you got fucking Robert and his yeah, legless yeah. dog, right? Yeah. I want us to be that like yeah, they have that one roommate that never leaves the house. Yeah. He always just stares yeah, outside the, the outside the window. And he's green. <laughs> <laughs> the, what I'm gonna do is we have oh, we have gardeners that come in the morning on Thursdays. And I'm gonna leave them on, on our back window. Just to stare at the gardeners Dude, all day. That'll be it's gonna freak him out. I'm down. It's gonna be so That's, funny. I'm so excited. For I'm that. so excited. Yeah, but I I'm very scared to come out here at night and uh, to fill up my, my water bottle or something. I don't. That's gonna freak me out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like we always say, Shrek is love. Shrek is life, and that's what we do, baby. Yes. Um. So as you guys might know, Shrek as uh, Shrek the Donkey Lover King Slayer. I have a new nickname, ladies and gentlemen. Dalton, what's my nickname? Shrek. Nope. Oh, Matt Drum the Knee Slayer. I ruined my knee. Matthew didn't ruin his knee. I sprained my knee. Um, so but he's gonna tell you about it. Oh my god, I hate you so much. Um, yeah. So you guys might be wondering if you noticed this. If not, um, you see how? Um, so I have had knee issues for the last couple of years. And uh, it was actually this knee that I had knee issues with. Um, and so during the CrossFit Open, I finished my first workout, 21.3. Very impressed with my time, by the way. Great time. Like I, did great. I did, I'm very happy with how that went because I have not really been training for that at all. Okay, what I have okay. been training for is weightlifting. I've almost exclusively done that for most of this year. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So a routine weight for me is 245 pounds. I do that. A lot. It was a normal working weight for me for almost this entire year. So at the end of the workout comes the weight of, uh, there was a complex, it was a deadlift, clean, hang clean, and then a jerk. If you don't understand what any of those terms mean, basically I pick it up off the floor, I put it on my shoulders a couple times, and I get it overhead, right? Nothing I, that's all I do. I work on two things, three things maybe, and that's it, right? And all of those things were involved in this. So after the, the workout, I, you know, I, my clock starts and I hit my first weight at 185. Feels a little heavier than usual. So I, I mean, after that workout, like 185 pounds feels like death. So, so, so I, it felt, it felt heavy and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to get on the board. My first attempt is going to be 225 pounds. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Going to this workout, were you like a little cocky about like the weightlifting part? You're like, I'm going to kill this. I honestly wasn't sure if I was going to make it there. And if I did make it there, I wasn't sure how much energy I was going to have to do anything. Okay. I just was curious. No. Okay. No, no, no. Um, 
So I get there. I'm tired. I hit 185. It feels heavy as hell. So I'm like, okay, 225. 225 felt great. Like, felt really good. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I like my heart rate dropped a little bit. I'm good. So I go for 246 because I had a couple, I had some change plates on. So deadlift, light. Clean, pretty good. Hang clean, got a little caught in the bottom because I banged it off my hips a little bit. So I had to jump forward. Yeah. Right? Get down. And, I, and when I stand up, my hands are in the position for me to get it overhead, except that these two little assholes decided to not grip the bar and slide in the front. So then I'm sitting there going, okay. So wait, uh, just the, your bar, your hands are like this or your hands are like this? My hands are like this. So these fingers are wrapped around the bar, and then these little assholes are out in front. Ah, right? okay. I see what happened. So, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, A, I fight for this lift, or B, I drop it. I almost dropped it. Because I did so well on the first one, I was almost okay with what was going on. But then I was like, no, Matt, push. Like, let's see what you got. Yeah, dude. You're, right? you're an Olympic lifter. So I get my fingers back around the bar by dipping and driving. So I pop the bar up a little bit, yep. re-grip, yep. get it there. Feels good. I dip to get the bar overhead. As I dip right here, I feel this like loud pop. Okay? I feel this loud pop and I feel everything go like this. Right? excruciating pain radiates through my entire leg. I drop the bar. I fall to the floor screaming because it hurts so bad. But it sounded more like, in, like in his head, it was like, ah, but in reality, it was, ah, and then that was it. Then yeah. he was on the floor. And then I lay on the floor, and what I do is I grab my knee, and I pull it to my chest, and I roll over. As I roll over, my knee pops again, and all the pain is gone. Like, I'm literally in zero pain. Like your body fixed itself. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm laying there, and... Um, it probably about seven or eight seconds go by and then, you know, my dad comes over, Miss Tiff comes over and uh, the only ice that we have is this 20 pound bag of ice. So my dad, it's the most, it looked like a toy in his fucking hands. He's like <laughs> holding this 20 pound bag of ice over my knee telling me, he's like, it's okay, Bubba, just lay there, just lay there. So I'm laying there like in pain. Like, I'm not really sure what's going on. I, I think I was more scared than anything. That's and, freaky, dude. And, it's like you snapped your leg in half. And then when I hit the floor, I thought two things. One... I thought, damn it, I didn't beat Mitch, right? That's and then two, thought. I thought I probably could have stood that up with one leg, but I'm glad that I didn't after looking, you know, um, at, at the video. Imagine were like, fuck that. Well, I don't think it would have counted unless my other foot got, got on the ground. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so after that, like the pain's gone. So like everybody's coming over and checking on me, and like people heard the pop, like it was super loud. So I'm like, okay, I can't straighten my leg out, and I went to go stand up on it, and it doesn't feel right, like. The way that my your knees should be is like it stacks on top of each other. It bends like this. When I put pressure on it, it feels like this bottom one is still like free range. Like it feels like it's kind of like hanging yeah. on but like floating, right? So I'm like, okay, I can't do that. And then I remember we have this uh, little like scooter upstairs. So I ask somebody to go get the scooter upstairs and Heather was nice enough to go up and get it for me. So I got it. I was trying to, you know. I was scared, but I wasn't in pain. So I realized, okay, it has to be okay if I'm not in pain. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to the ER, get an x-ray, and figure out what's going to go on, right? And I was like 90% sure I just blew it out. Like I was pretty sure I st my ACL was gone, MCL, everything was done, right? So go in, go through the whole thing. There was no one in there. It took about two hours. Get out. Turns out I sprained my knee. So my quad stayed uh, stationary as my calf and lower half of my leg twisted um so everything is just it was it was right pretty now. odd to watch it's like out of nowhere like his knee just kind of goes in and then pops back out yeah and you're like the fuck and that goes ah and then falls to the floor so 
I Very am odd movement. not allowed to walk on this leg for the next six weeks. I'm currently on day three. I have 39 more days hey, to just go. Look at, it, look at it this way. You have six. You have five more podcasts to go. That is actually a good way to look at it. That's probably the least intimidating You're fucking way. welcome, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking full of great ideas. Um, so, yeah. So, I've been dealing with that. That has been the last couple of days. Um, Monique and Monique's been the best and been able to stay over here and, you know, take care of me for the last yeah, couple of days. Fuck me, right? I'm not fucking here. So you just yeah. laughed when I opened the door. Yeah, dude. I come home from the, from the damn fuck. ER and I'm limping on these crutches and then the door opens and I hear Dalton laughing. He goes, ha ha ha. And he's like mimicking me falling to the floor. And in my head, I'm like, he would have literally cried if he was there. <laughs> I would have been there in a heartbeat for sure. But it's only because the only reason why I did that is because Kate, I mean, David calls me and David is like, Hey buddy, has anybody talked to you yet? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's, I was like, I'm in class. And he's, he's like, all right, well, I'll tell you something. Um, and so David explains to me the situation. Um, a little, he, he sounded a little more frantic, so it gave me a little bit of anxiety. And I was like, okay, mate, I'll, I'll call Matt. So I called my dad because I didn't know Matthew had his phone or not. We talked about it. So I called my dad. My dad goes, hey, Bubba. And I was like, hey, is Matt with you? And he goes, yeah. And Matthew's like, what's up, dude? And I was like, the minute I heard him say, what's up, dude? I didn't hear like any frantic, like kind of eager, like kind of scared things. So I was like, all right, he's fine. So that's what I knew. I was like, all right, wait, well, it's, he's okay for now. So I'm not going to take this too serious. And, and that's uh, how we tend to deal with things here at the drum household. We just kind of make fun of each other. Yeah. If, if I mean, if Matthew was in tears, like I would have been a little more like, I wouldn't have taken a video laughing in his face about it, but <laughs> uh, he was fine. So. Um, you know this is but it's 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 some perks is uh monique and dalton took me on a walk yesterday so basically that (laughs) that just entails of me sitting on the scooter while somebody pushes me until now to think about maybe i should have been pushing you thousand percent (laughs) (laughs) so we so we go on my walk around the block right and i have a little sling for my foot so my foot's up and we're going and dalton's walking maggie and Monique's pushing me. And Maggie's so, our dog. Hey, yes. Uh, and so we come down onto the street right from the sidewalk. We have to go up the sidewalk. So there's this little like incline. So Monique goes, all right, Matthew, hold on. <laughs> so me and Maggie turn around and we're watching Matthew. And Mo is just fucking full full go. <laughs> going straight straight up straight up the curb. It looks like they're going to make it. It yeah. looks fine. We go halfway up the curb. The <laughs> incline and my weight hit. I start to roll backwards. Monique goes, Matt, 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 Matt. And I'm like sitting there like, I can't put this leg down. It's going to cause more like, damage. Matt literally couldn't do anything. <laughs> all, he, all he did was look forward and go, Monique, Monique, Monique. And I just slowly, you slowly see me start tipping over. And at one point when the, my weight shifted back, my head came back. I headbutt Monique in the mouth. It takes Mo- Monique out. Monique goes, ugh. And we just slowly fall over together, holding each other. She's like holding on to me, trying to save me. And we just slowly fall over into the street. It was the softest, hardest fall I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and it was the funniest shit. I didn't know what to do. I was like, do, how would I help him up? How, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> it was just, it happened so slow and so fast. And I was like, I know I should do something. So I helped a little bit. Yeah. But then I realized maybe I should have been pushing Matthew but Mo, Mo is a lifesaver to Matt, so yeah. I just I let her do her thing. Yep. If she if she needs help, she'll ask. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all good. What were you gonna ask? I was gonna say you're a pretty active person. How's it? How's it's day three? It's day three, and you you're stuck on your ass now. <clears throat> yeah, not good. It'd be not, nice if you had a choice. Not good. Um, I'm a very active person. Uh, if you're new here, I work out at least twice a day, and sometimes I do something on my lunch whether that's like go for a run go for a walk like i'm 
I don't like being cooped up. Like it is driving me crazy. Um, so that's been a little rough, especially yesterday and today. Like I've been in just like kind of a bad headspace about it. Like, um, and the worst part is that like my knee doesn't hurt. So it's not, I forget that I have a hurt knee. Like every time I take a nap or something, or I go to sleep, when I wake up, the first thing I do is I put my foot on the floor and this was my good knee. So this is the one that I use for everything. So it's like, I would put it down first. I'd stand up off of it first, like everything. So now it's like, I do that and I get this pain. I'm reminded like, oh, you can't do that, Matt. Like you need to like stop. Yeah. And so I think just like for me, like just deciding like, okay, I can't do a lot, but what can I do? Like I need to let it rest. Like I've seen people like try and rush it back in and try and like, as soon as they're like able to start putting weight on it, they do it. And they always just end up hurting themselves more. You know, and I, I think there's certain things you can hurt that it, you can do that too. Yeah. But like if it's your legs or your shoulders, just freaking don't move or your back don't move. Yeah. And, and so it's just kind of like, you know, it, it sucks. Like not being able to, to walk or like I had a good open, like I had a really good open season for the amount of like focus that I put on CrossFit in general. Yeah. So I was really encouraged going into this year. Like I was, I like after I, I remember like doing that open workout and halfway through, you know, just sitting there going like, man, like Matt, I think you could probably like do be good at this if you just focused on this, you know? And there had been some other things happening where I was like, Hey, maybe like, maybe I'm ready to just focus on this. Like I'm having more fun doing it. Like I get to be around people a lot more rather than just in the corner of the gym, lifting weight, you know? Uh, like, okay, maybe this, this year I'll focus on this one predominantly, you know? And then now to be, to go from that to, okay, well, I, I already know I'm going to need to work on my range of motion to get my knee back where it needs to be. It's going to be a while. Luckily, I have amazing people in my corner, uh, like the knees over toes guy. I texted him while I was in the hospital. So if you guys don't know who that is, he blew up on Joe Rogan. Uh, he has some crazy knee testimonials and stuff. And I was one of, before he got incredibly popular, I, he, I hired him. It was just off of a, uh Instagram ad. I took a chance and it paid off great. Um, I messaged him on Instagram while I was in the hospital. Like, yep. Hey man, I'm in the hospital. I'm pretty sure I blew up my knee. I'm waiting results, but Hey, you know, depending on the diagnosis, like when can we get started again? And um, like literally while I'm in the hospital, like 10 minutes later, he messaged me back. He goes, Hey, it sounds like this happened. I'm not a doctor, but study this. And when, you know, listen to the doctor after the time frame being, let me know, we'll get back to work and we'll make sure this doesn't happen again. That's cool. You know? So I got good people in my corner and like everybody at the gym has been super, super kind. Like I felt so loved like on the way to the hospital, like my phone was blowing up with like just people checking in on me, making sure I'm okay if I needed anything, you know? So like I'm incredibly grateful for all of you. Um, and so now it's just more of taking it one day at a time until this entire mess is over. So do you think that TikTok that got sent to you is going to, is going to help out the one that was about the monk who was talking about anxiety and he was talking about mindful meditation which i think is what you do in the morning right yep. but it was it the same as uh what you watched or is it different because he was kind of focusing on anxiety uh well he talks about it in two different forms right where he talks about so there's a, a tiktok of this monk um ernesto sent it to me and then with braces with braces pretty sick um and that's then cool david also, about. david also sent it to me and he basically presents this idea that like we get anxiety when we think about the future or the past, right? We're either reflecting on what happened and how life could have happened, life should be if that didn't happen, or we're anticipating something coming up and how life is gonna be because of that. And mindfulness meditation is like, when your mind jumps, acknowledge it, because that's the first step, 
but then focus on your breath and bring it back. Yep. yep. Um, and I like my whole, like, I don't want to call it a mantra, but like what I've been telling myself whenever I get frustrated with like the fact that like I'm immobile, like I can't just go do what I want to do. Like I had to go buy mouthwash at the store today. The biggest pain in my ass in my life going to the Philip gas was like a literally everything takes like three times longer. Cause I have to get in my car. I have to fucking bring the seat all the way back to get my, I can't bend my leg. So I got to bring it in, bring it all the way up drive. And it's just, it takes forever. Right. And so like, I catch myself reflecting. Like I had that moment where I thought when I had the weight, like, Oh, maybe I should drop it. Maybe I should just call it like that's doing no good to my situation. Mm-hmm. Right. But yet I constantly think about that. Or right now, like when I'm coaching people, like I see people doing things, I see the potential that everybody has. And I'm like, man, like I should be like training for next year and doing this and that, but I can't, I can't change that. So for me to say like, you know, just do what you can with where you're at. Like just do the most of what you can with exactly where you're at. Like that's enough. It's kind of like that mindfulness of like pulling me back into the sense of like, I am where I am, but that's okay how do I make this the most beneficial time? Exactly. You know, exactly. You know what, man? Like life's a highway. You just got to ride it all night long, all night long. Now, is that the same? That seems different than what you do. Cause you do every, that sounds very in the moment meditation compared to you who does it every morning. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I used to go to the gym with Matt and do the morning stuff. And I just recently stopped doing that just cause I, I've had a change of heart in a lot of things. So I wanted to work on other parts of my life. So when it comes to that, I do yoga in the morning and I do my meditations. Um, but mostly it's very, it's very deep focused with being looking within myself and asking myself questions and kind of seeing how I can solve problems, but not in such a way where like when, when you're walking around doing your daily tasks, you know, you're thinking about 30 other things at the same time, like you're always go, go, go. But there's only very few moments in the day as a person where it's just you. And so you got to take those times and make it take it as serious as possibly can, because I think a lot of us have constant distractions. You know, we all we we all check our phone. You know, if it's like what I've been doing a lot and why I've like gotten away from a lot of social media, um, unless it's drum and drummer, but anything else I don't really have. And it, it goes it comes down to this where like you have anxiety, you check your phone to calm you down because you just get distracted. Right. You're distracting yourself. You're not confronting the problem. You're avoiding the problem. Right. Or you, you know, you're bored, check your phone. Those are moments where your brain wants to think, when your brain wants to do something, when you have to solve a problem. If you keep avoiding those things, you're not going to be able to solve problems in life. You're not going to be able to do anything you want to do because you're just going to go, okay, well, I want to do this, but right now I'm going to go on my phone because I don't want to think about it right now. It's a constant distraction. And we're full of distractions. Our life's full of distractions. So what I do now is when I want to look at at my phone, when I want to... Like when I get nervous and I can see that, feel that I'm nervous, I just sit down to think about it because what's, what's going to happen? You just sit down with your thoughts and you, you, you understand where you're at as a person and just doing that helps you move forward. It kind of helps you realize that it's life. It's going to happen. You're going to feel these things, but I'm more confident in myself now than I was before because I have these moments where I've actually fought these things off by just being me. And having those thoughts and having those moments. And so the morning meditation just kind of helps me get my head straight for the day. Feel like I, I've had my time to myself and I've really kind of thought things out. And sometimes I don't think about anything. But for somebody with, with you know, ADHD, it's kind of hard to do that. But with meditations, it kind of really helps me stay in the moment 
and just feel like nothing and it's okay yeah love it i love it yeah no it's super important so matt you've got you've got your broken knee uh sprained knee whatever you want to call it do you Uh think that kind of ruined your chances uh for the olympics uh you know what i whatever slim chance i had before this uh, I'm going to say it's probably about the same because I don't really think I had that much of a chance before. <laughs> why, why is it football in the Olympics? Like Not like soccer, but like American football. Uh, you need other countries to play the sport. Yeah. Doesn't China have a football league? They do. Oh, I don't know. I watch a YouTube Why'd you ask if you knew the answer? <laughs> uh, I was testing you guys. You for, for weightlifting, yes. Uh, I still think that if I wasn't... If I was in my physical condition now, but I was in a different country... I think I would have a shot. What think, country would that have to be? Ethiopia. Why? Because in the 2016 Rio Olympics, there's an Ethiopian 100-meter freestyler named Robel Krios Habate. I probably butchered that. I apologize. Who swam a 104 for his 100-meter freestyle. Have you ever swam that fast, Dalton? I feel like I swam faster than that. Yeah? Have you, David? I think I was right there. Were you really? For for a 100? Yeah. Yeah, because everyone was passing a minute, and I never got under a minute. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got, like, right out a minute. Yeah, I got there. Because Mikey J did sub one on a 100 butterfly. Yes. So people were definitely hitting, like, well, 52, I did that. 51. I, no, I, I think mine was a 102. I did that, too. I also, I think I hit, like, a 10. I don't even know what my 100 back was. You went crazy on your back, though. Yeah. But, no, like, and this goes to, like... The talent pool that they have, either that or nobody wanted to represent. And this guy was just down. But like, if you watch the video, I love this guy because he's got balls. Because everybody is just like lean, shredded, and like oh yeah, swimmer's body. Yeah, and this guy is not. He's like yes, he's just like he's five foot nine, five nine. How much does he weigh? He's one hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> yeah, but it's not distributed Properly. the way a swimmer's no, should be. No, and. But he does it, dude. He does hey. it. He's an Olympian. Like we can't make fun of him. to say he's an Olympian. Yeah, he, he, you know he can get is? the tattoos. I mean, you can get the tattoo now if you want. If you're not, but just you're just gonna look like a fake. Yeah, but he won't be. He won't because he's an actual. Olympian. He did it. Do you think he's treated like like an Olympian, like at his in Ethiopia? I, I think it. I think he's treated like the son of the Ethiopian Swimming Federation. Oh, is that who he is? That's who no, really. Is. That's how he got it. I don't know if that's how he got it, but his dad. That's awesome. We got no one else, son. I wonder what like the the uh, the other swimmers that represent Ethiopia, like what their times are. Are they like on par with like everybody else? And he's just like a the backup? son, so he got put in. Maybe he was just a backup. Maybe the guy got hurt or got caught for drugs. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, hurt. He got told that he was hurt. Yeah. You're injured. You're done. He came and he got a visit from Matt hey, from the knee props, slayer. Props to Robel. 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 <laughs> but when I hurt my knee, uh, David oh. and Rachel came over to uh, to drop off some goodies. So in this goodie bag, what was uh, in the goodie bag, Matt? David had David had a little. Uh, da- David had a little. Uh, How much of it was cut out? Um, so David brings me over this goodie bag just with, you know, some, some stuff to cheer me up because he knew that I was going to be in a, a, a down mood. And so David whips out some chips. He brings out my, one of my favorite candies and then he brings out Nutella and he told me to rub it on my patella. 
Nutella for your patella. And then, you say it right. and then last was certainly not least. He looked at me and he said, Matt, I got you your favorite seafood flavored cereal. What was that? And I looked him square in the eyes of his, or I looked him square in the windows of his soul. And I said, Cinnamon Toast Crunch? That's dark. Have you heard this yet? No, tell me. No? Uh, so there is a couple, or no, not a couple. They're like famous, like celebrities. Who is it? It's like a comedy writer. Uh, his name is Jensen Karp. And the, I know the wife. Topanga. Yes. I've Everyone heard Topanga before. Wife. Who's Topanga? From Boy Meets World? Never mind. I don't know who Topanga is. Oh. Anyways, I heard that name before, though. You'd probably know if you saw her. So they went and they to Costco and they bought Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And they came home and they went to pour themselves a, a bowl of their favorite cereal. And out pops two little shrimp tails. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Ew, what the fuck? Yeah. Two shrimp tails. Can you imagine that? Like just two? Just two. But the rest of the cereal. Yep. What would you do? Would you eat it or would you? I would give it a, a lick just to see if it was a part of the cereal like maybe i got like a special treat you know they give you gifts and and, and like the other bags that was the best okay, experience but, of my life but by the, the only way. time you have shrimp tails is after you eat the shrimp so that means somebody was having fucking shrimp cocktail while they were packaging this stuff i just would be like maybe this was like a like maybe i want to want a prize or maybe this is like edible shrimp tails like they're like they're candy coated i mean cinnamon coated yeah right like maybe it's part of the cereal i would have had a lick i'm not gonna lie I you would have licked it? Yeah, 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 for sure. 100%. Well, what was the best? You're talking about all the prizes that were in the cereal. Oh, man. I always loved the... Uh, There's a bunch of Star Wars ones I can think of, like, oh, think yeah. of off like the top of my head. There's, I remember this. Uh, it was always... I think it was Tricks or Honeycombs. It might have been Honeycombs. They had this thing with Star Wars, and it was like... I got like a mini Darth Vader with a big-ass head, and I loved that thing. I love that thing. And Honeycombs is fucking great. Honeycombs uh, is probably my favorite cereal, to be honest. Yeah, those are good. Uh, my favorite breakfast cereal, probably Fruity Pebbles. The Fruity mark. over Cocoa Pebbles over Fruit Loops? Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. If we, gotta, if we got to start ranking this shit, this is going to be a problem. Let's see it. I would go. I would definitely keep, Top five. Top five. Top five. We got Honeycombs, go. one. Okay. Second one, we go Apple Jacks. The best flavor after after it. It was just great. Milk was good. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, three, you got tricks. Uh huh. You got tricks with the marshmallows. That's okay. the one. All right. Then you go Lucky Charms. Of course, ha- that's a, that's Lucky Charms is just a classic. The fifth one is uh is Cocoa Pebbles. Wow, no chocolate till the very end. Yeah. Okay. A very sweet flavor. What about yours, uh-huh. cereal guy? Uh-huh. What are yours? Uh. Reese's Puffs. Ew. Okay. Okay. Dude, oh, like we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this mouth. in a second. Okay. Or dirt in your mouth. All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> Reese's Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. What? Yeah, man. They're good. Sorry. You throw Special going. K in there next. No. <laughs> you throw yeah, the ones with the raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> the strawberries one was not bad. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I don't. But that's about. not top five. Yeah. Uh. Cap Crunch. Yep. Ooh, okay. Cap Crunch is good. And then probably Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. I all, the only thing I remember from Honey Nut Cheerios is Lexi would always have the biggest bowl of cereal. Really? Do you remember that? No. Every time I go over, she'd have a huge bowl of not even like Honey Nut Cheerios, just regular Cheerios. Cheerios is gross yeah. to me. It was it was the one thing that when I saw it, I was just 
fucking disgusted. Wait, okay, I'm gonna do mine. Uh, oh yeah, Matt, go. Fruity Pebbles, Captain Crunch. Dang. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh yeah, that was in there. Frosted Flakes. Ooh, Ooh I forgot about Frosted, Frosted flakes. flakes. But that was like Special K with just more sugar in it. If don't fucking bring so, those, so don't don't, don't put those in the. No, 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 no. Don't ever compare those. David. Look at them; they're the same thing. Don't one just has more glaze them, on it. David, relax. And one that I didn't necessarily like as a kid. But you I, had to eat. Don't say raisin bran. No, I actually did really like raisin. You bran. actually love raisin I, bran because the raisins are little surprises. They and especially when they soak up the milk, they get a little plump, and you bite it. Oh, it's so nice. Okay, that's gonna be my fifth. My sixth. That I didn't actually enjoy until I got older um, is gonna be ah uh, oh, which K no it's like shredded wheat something the little squares crepes wheat thins no oh. the craves one no I've never had that actually it's actually pretty good wow what is it called shredded shredded wheat shredded wheat thins no 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 does anything thin say no. anything I say isn't gonna help <laughs> me figure it out <laughs> mini wheats. Mini yes, wheat. frosted mini wheats. Yes, frosted mini wheats. And yeah, those but are gross you gotta let fuck. them soak a little bit. No, and they have like the the strawberry flavor one, which is really good. You let it soak a little bit, and they get like nice and like kind of chewy. Did you ever actually? Uh, this is for you too, David. Did you guys ever actually eat like the blueberry and the? Uh, yeah, they tasted weird. Oh, they the tasted ho- gross. The, the Halloween ones. Yeah, the Franco, yeah. Choco, whatever. Frank, Franco berry, Choco, yeah. or like. Yeah, I was never a fan. Yeah, those of them. were never. Chocula. Yeah, Chocula. Those were never really good. You still I get just, them even this even now. I enjoy the artwork. What about like the oh Cookie Crisps God. and the Mini Oreos? I like Cookie Crisps. I like. I love. I've never had the Mini Oreo ones though. I've never had the Mini Oreos as well. But yeah, cereal. I did I tell you guys about the but yeah cereal. The, the, <laughs> did I tell you guys about the uh, the Twitch guy that I found that was just yelling? Dude, about, I watched that guy now. He also had Reese's Puffs ranked number one, like top tier. He like did like I a don't tier understand ranking, it. and I don't get it. I love the commercials. Hey, it makes it. I only have to use one spoon when I eat cereal. Then <laughs> stupid. Why? I get my chocolate when, and I get my peanut butter. When David first uh, uh, left the dorms or whatever, yes. he. I spent the night over at his, his spot, and he's like, Matt, this is the perfect breakfast. And he has two spoons, and he grabs a spoonful of cereal in one hand, eats it, and then has a spoonful of peanut butter in the other. So he eats the cereal, eats his peanut butter, and he looks at me, his mouth's all full, he's all, perfect ratio. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? No, stop. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's considered you eating just cereal if you're mixing it with something else. So I think I'd take a Reese's Puffs. That's a part of a fully nutrition. Did you guys? Did you guys? Okay, so you know how the compar- the commercials were always like part of a fully balanced breakfast. You know that, and was it was a fucking cereal line. with like toast and eggs and orange juice and stuff like that. Who, did you ever have a full no. bre- meal like that? So no. yes, you did. Uh huh. Hold on, hold on. So there was one time in seventh grade, part of our science class, they taught us about nutrition. And we had this book that we had to go home with. And it's the only part of that class I actually enjoyed and paid attention to. So I sat down. It was the first time I ever like read about like having carbohydrates, protein, fats, good fats versus bad fats and all these other things, right? And I remember like they told me to eat like eat, have a certain portion of protein, carbs, and fats in every meal, get some vegetables at least twice a day, all this stuff. So I remember I did it for like a week. It's a lot of vegetables. And then I remember being like, damn, this is a lot of work. And also, too, my parents got tired of cooking specifically for me and not just like, you know, it was outside of the three dishes that we always ate. So, mm. you know, it was Taco a, it was Tuesday, a Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> you ever had them? They're great. <laughs> mom, will know, mom, mom knows that game. But, uh, but yeah, so I remember I did it for a week and like that was pretty cool. It was like 
eggs, toast, and you know, bacon and something else. And now that I'm looking back on it, remember like, that baking commercial with the dog? Huh? The dog? My bacon, my bacon, my bacon. What does he do? The bacon strips. The bacon, the bacon strips? strips. Yes. Oh my god, those were actually really good. Why did you eat dog treats? I just I ate them as a kid. Why? They were Where? good. Because he because he didn't like the taste of their poop, so he's like, let me see what it tastes <laughs> like before it goes down. <laughs> and, Karen, them. and Karen and Karen would get dog treats. And she and like I ate them sometime, and she found out that I liked them. So she, I remember going to grandma's and 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 Karen going like, "Oh, let's eat our dog treats." So Aunt Karen would eat dog treats with me, and they were really good. They were the bacon strips, I think. I don't believe any of this story. <laughs> ask Aunt Karen. Ask Aunt okay, Karen. I'll ask. I swear. I'll ask her. Yeah, I, I don't believe your mom would let you eat she dog. Didn't know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> She's probably sitting there right now. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her though. I'll get back to you guys. Don't don't trust him just yet. I'll get back to you guys. I remember it. <laughs> I <laughs> I ate it. them. You dreamt it. One well, the last news: Ghost of Tsushima. Bam, bam, great, great, great. One video of the game. best video games I've ever played. Ever, ever. Wow. Th- that goes up there. It goes with all the Mass Effects, except for the third one. Mitch is livid right now. He's that, like, he's never played any good games. That's a pretty high. He doesn't even play good. He doesn't. He plays all computer games, all indie games. This is an actual AAA PC company. is superior to consoles. I completely believe that. <laughs> but so do you, what do you? So it's story. You think there's no way to to make that to to do anything with that story in a way that could be successful in a, in a movie form. In a movie form, because it's getting a movie. So if you guys don't know what Ghost of, Ghost Ghost of Tsushima is, it's based off when the Mongols attacked the island of Tsushima. Um, and they were the first ones to get attacked before the mainland of Japan noticed and sent people over to help fight. Um, so basically, they just the Mongols just fucking destroyed them. Um, um, so basically, with this, the game is basically this the last samurai that survives and has to help uh, kill all the Mongol leaders one by one by one. And then, you know, and, start an and, uprising. And a big struggle that the main character goes through is, does he uphold, like, the samurai's way and their honor? Because so, honor is very yeah, big. Very or big. does he do what he needs to do at all costs which to save having, to save his land and yeah, his people, which, which means, goes against what he was raised up doing. So, he so that's, like, a big, like, you know. Hiding. Uh, yeah. Like, he, like, samurais don't hide. Samurais don't like when, kill people without them knowing. Yeah, you so, know like, I mean? when you walk up, so regardless of it, if it's one person or a hundred thousand people. If if you are a samurai, the samurai way is like you walk up and you announce that you're there and like your purpose that you're there for, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so then you know you have the Mongols that come in that are hiding in the bushes like ninjas and doing all the sneaky stuff and sneaky attacks. So one of the biggest you know things that you, you see the main character go through is do they uphold the samurai code, the samurai honor? And do this, or do you do what needs to be done to protect your people in your land? Yeah, I, there, I only have one problem with the game, and it's one thing that I would have really liked to um, announce it, right now. Is it only in Japanese? What do you mean? The movie? Show no, the game. Oh, no. I, I played it in English. You played it in English. It's English. so much better in Japanese. But though. it is better in yeah. Japanese. Like just like the voice acting. The is voice so acting is so it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but. What I have a problem with is they said you're going to have a choice whether to be ghost or to be the samurai, right? So I thought that, you know, you can either hide and go behind these rocks and then try and kill them one by one. Or you can just walk in the middle of the, of the, of the camp and start killing everybody in front of them, right? 
and it doesn't really give you the choice. You have to hide. You have to do all the stuff. So I, I really wish, I know it, it wouldn't have gone well, as well with the story, but I just really wanted to just, you know, take it that one way and see how that would have led and then played it again as a, as, as a ninja and see how that would have taken me, yeah. you know, but instead they forced you into that role. So um, th- this, it, I think it could work definitely as a movie. Well, the game's already split up into three acts, right? Yeah. 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 And I, the problem is, is that with video game movies, they're not given the amount of time that's actually needed. Cause when you video games take, you know, years to make and, and so do movies too, but you get such a connected experience when you play the game that everybody's gaming experience is a little different. Right. And so then to kind of like templatize it and like put it in a movie where everybody's going to have like the same experience, I feel like is automatically going to give backlash. But in this sense, just thinking about like the missions that you go through and the people and the characters, I can see how they make it a movie. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, it's all there. It's all there. I just don't. And honestly, the graphics are like so good that it kind of looks like a movie. When you're I think it. I think they should just wait. Just just wait to see how Uncharted goes. Oh yeah, because I'm making Uncharted. Huh? Making Uncharted a movie, and I'm very nervous. Like they can't fuck it up. They really they. I... Well, that one already takes Tom Holland and puts Nathan Drake in between him being a kid and him in the first one. Yeah, and I, I love Tom oh. Holland too. Oh, that's cool. So it's like not young Nathan, but so, it's not game one Nathan. But it's so so then there's it's not prequel. it's not based off of a video game. No. Are they working up to it? I think that's the case. Oh, okay. So, but, so this one's it. a little different in the fact that like they're using the storyline of the game. The game yeah. If they, if Same they can with, make like, it an next Indiana Jones, fuck yeah. I love Uncharted, I think. And plus the more pirates I get, the better. You know what I mean? So I'm all about it. Yeah. No, that's cool. Alert the press. Alert the press. If breaking you guys, news. Breaking news. Save your balls. Is that what it says? We save ba- Well, Manscaped saves our balls. If you guys haven't noticed our shirts, we are sponsored. Uh, bum, 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 bum. So, and if you guys are old, old-time uh, uh, listeners, OGs, uh, this is not one of our fake ad segments. They actually reached out to us, and they've seen our growth. They like what we do, so they uh, decided to give us a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear myself. Are we on? Yeah. Talk. Talk. Can you hear yourself? Oh, now I can. I'm sorry. I thought we weren't rolling because I thought we couldn't hear myself. Uh, so we are here today to talk to you guys about some of these products. So Manscaped hook us, hooked us up with the Lawn Mower 3.0, and it comes with everything that you see as part here. of the perfect package. As part of the For perfect package, your perfect package. Amen. To all of your perfect packages. Thank you. So uh, we were thinking about like the best way to talk about this, uh, but I feel like the best way is for us to just. Dalton, have you ever just jacked yourself up trying to manscape? When when did you start manscaping? The amount. Okay. What uh, is manscaping? So manscaping to to uh, anybody who doesn't know, who also may not manscape themselves, um, it is where you have to, you know, groom anything under the belt. Uh, it's you know for some wild ass leg hair sometimes. Sometimes it's for some wild ass pew pairs. And you know what? The best thing about it is it just cleans it all up. And uh, I think we all have horror stories. Um, I know that I've tried uh, uh, shaving my balls. And to be honest, 
Um, it didn't go well. Uh, there's a lot of blood. I was very scared. And this was wait, how old were you? Uh, I was fourteen. Fourteen, and I was I was going out, and I wanted to feel clean everywhere. And I didn't. Okay, this is also another story. I didn't know that you that like. I thought you just let it grow for the longest time. Just, just. So I was just growing hair, and I had a bush. Nice, a big bush, like a forest. And yeah. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how, I don't like want. Hedge? I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't like this. How do I get rid of it? And then somebody, I was, I talked to my friend about it. And they're like, bro, just fucking shave it. And I was like, you mean like just cut it down there? They're like, yeah. And I was like, oh. So I grabbed scissors. Nice. And I go into the bathroom and I start cutting away. Dude, that would take so long. Bro, it did. So I put the scissors back on the dining dining table, went back in. You put it on the dining table? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, maybe put it in like the drawers. You know, we had like drawers full of That's stuff. still not better. <laughs> <laughs> put it back there and I got a razor and shaved it and I've never felt more clean. And I was like, man, I always want something that I can make sure because like honestly like if you feel clean down there you feel clean everywhere yeah. you know what I mean like you, you feel just, like it's just a well groomed human being and yet you you feel more confident about you feel yourself. more confident about yourself like it, there's 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 a difference between having balls you can throw out there and be like oh look at me look at my look at my balls right sometimes you don't have the confidence to do that but I want the confidence just in case just because I want to throw my balls out at a party I want to know that they're gonna look fucking good and they're gonna go oh my god what does that guy do. What does that guy use? Well, this guy uses Manscaped, okay? And so so you guys use deodorant on your pits. Why not on your balls? Thank you. So would you feel comfortable doing that? Like, Because you know that the pH level is going to be actually right when I, you use yeah, something like and this? You know what? Like, Honestly, like I run around a lot. We work. We work out. We do all that stuff. Sometimes, who knows what happens after work? Who knows what happens after working out? You know, maybe you needed something to. Do you fall asleep in you your up. in your sweaty, dirty clothes as much as Matt does? No, not at all. I don't ever. fall asleep. Matthew, you've done it before, and I've seen you. What? So if you had the if you had the crop preserver, you could fall asleep. I could. I have the luxury of doing that. Manscaped just cares about all walks of my life. So my horror story actually comes after uh, we both, all three of us, actually swam in high school. And when you make it to a certain level, you go to what's called league finals. You need a shave, mm. right? Because hair is causes drag the in shaving the water. Party. So I was dedicated to winning league that year because I thought I could do it. And I did, actually. Uh, I think I did. I can't remember. I probably didn't. Uh, <laughs> I just lied <laughs> oh. to all of you. Wave of emotions. <laughs> uh, but I really wanted to do well. So I like went through and we had a shave party. Everybody shaved. Like I had no hair. But the only place I still had hair was like in my my genitals. Like like I need. And so I was sitting there. I was like thinking about it, thinking about it. And I was like, no, 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 like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I have the Speedo covering it. It's not that big of a deal. But then I started thinking, and I was like, but what if? What if this is the, the one millisecond that it takes off is the millisecond that wins it for but me? If when, you, when you are in the water, though, and you are shaved, it's a whole... It's weird. It's so weird. You're, like, just fucking gliding through water. You're cutting through that shit. It's yeah. crazy. So I can understand why you think that. So... I go into the bathroom and I'm ready to do exactly what I just did in the locker room and that is to shave. So I grab, I start shaving and as I'm shaving, I slip in the shower and instead of coming up north and south, I decide to accidentally go east and west. What the fuck is wrong with you? Dude. That's like a sin. Well, I didn't do it on purpose. Did you miss the part where I said I slipped? Ah. 
No, I, I missed that. So anyways, I was bringing this out. So after that, I've always been like extra cautious down there. And just being able to like have something like this where there's a light. I don't know if you guys can see this or not. But there's a light. And it's waterproof. And it's waterproof. So helpful. Super super precise. And so using this uh, before this, we actually tested all the products. Um, very, very nice. Highly recommend it to all it's of you guys. Fucking, and there is a nice. right way to use it. There is a right way. To, it, comes with inst- it comes with instructions. So make sure you read that. It comes make with sure stuff to make sure that you smell smell great. It comes with a nice little carrier bag for you guys to use. And Isn't that nice? just like the nicest looking bag ever too? So if you guys are interested in this and getting 20% off plus free shipping, uh, go ahead and use code DRUM uh, on your checkout and you guys will at manscaped.com and you guys will be able to get 20% off and free shipping there. This is not a fake ad. They, not a I fake promise ad. you this is real. Just entertain us and go try it. And, and, and use code DRUM to get 20% off plus free shipping. D-R-U-M-M at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped. We love you. Your balls will thank you. All right. <laughs> so how does it feel? You've got a real honest to God sponsor. You know, I what? don't have to pull up a picture anymore <laughs> and show you what it actually looks like. To not guess what it is is really nice. It's it's cool, man. It's uh it's definitely interesting. It's wild that like you know, I, I know we've grown over the past few months and it's been a true blessing, but also it's just been super fun, super. It's like experiences that I never thought we were going to have. You know, like we, we talked about in the beginning, we're like, like, what if ads actually sponsor us? Like, what yeah. if we actually get like a sponsored you, you episode? You like hear us joke about it. Yeah, we would joke about it. But like now, like things are coming our way and it's. Well, you remember what I told you? So when we first started this thing and we started to get traction and like, like by traction, I mean, we had uh, 80 listens on one of our episodes and we were all excited about yeah, it and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we would, every time we would post an episode, me and David would call each other and be like, dude, we're in Tennessee and this, the, the cities aren't even close to each other. Or we yeah. would get into like these different like states. It was always like super cool. And David was like, I'll know we made it when Manscaped sends us an email. Yeah. Out of all the companies David chose. It was Manscaped that he was talking about. So so then when the, the first time that Manscaped reached out to us uh, was back in December when one of our first TikToks went viral. Christmas and, Day. And uh, and that's the first time they reached out to us. And David, I called David. I was like, hey, bro, we made it. And he's like, shut up, shut up. Manscaped emailed us. So you knew exactly who it was. Yeah. So to see all that come around is kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm. it's a good feeling. It's crazy Definitely. to me that it's it's still crazy to me that people listen to us every week. Uh, I love it. I love you guys dearly. Um, Stop moving on the chair. I'm sorry. Ex- I'm excited to meet more of you um, on one of our next videos or oh, lives yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, just to update, we're now in 35 countries and 405 cities around the world. That's cool. We out here, baby. We're, we're making news and making nudes. <laughs> I hope we also have an OnlyFans <laughs> in my locked folder. But, but yeah, so as we get into it, we're going to head into our segments. And this week's is 99 Cent Advice. I had to really clear my throat that time. Yeah. I was like, I faked it and then I really had to. You got 99 cents with your name on it. It's advice. And this week's advice is you're either, you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. You're either part of the problem or part of the solution. Either, either. Which way do you guys say it? You're either part of the problem or the solution. That's what I've heard. Not part of the solution, too. 
Um, yeah, get a new chair. Um, what do you think, Matt? You're, I, you, we, first I of all, how we, how do we freaking say this? You're either. Do you say you're I say either, either? I say either. You're either part of the problem, or the solution, or, or you're part, the part of the, of the problem or part of the solution. Because I don't think one person could be a whole solution. I feel like it's just people are parts of it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Uh, but that I actually sense. think that you're both. You're the problem and the solution. Yeah, I think you're part of the problem and the solution. Okay. Okay. Explain that. Um. So in any situation, like. If there's a problem that you're you've recognized, you're part of it because in some way, shape, or form you're related to the problem. So you're wrecking you're a you know you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. like you're if you're able to recognize it, it's because either A, you're doing it, you're acknowledging it, therefore you're still a part of it. Um, but at the same time, you have a choice to be part of the solution in whatever you believe that solution to be. Yeah. So I don't think you're one or the other. I think you're actually both, but I think it's kind of like a spectrum and where you land on is dependent upon the type of actions that you take. I think I think this is this is great advice, but also like it seems like it's a it's a way of avoiding a problem too. Like you're either part of the problem, part of the solution. Like it can be voiced as like you're either if or you're either this or that, it doesn't matter. So why solve it? At least I've heard people say it like that where it's like you're either part of the problem or part of the solution. See, I feel like this, the way that I interpret this in my head, like when you put it like that is like, this would be like dad's way of telling us to figure it out. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I think, I think you're thinking deeper into it, which I love, but I think overall figure it out. That's exactly what this means. Yeah. You know, and I, I, that's not like necessarily a bad thing of advice, but sometimes when you have your own shit, you got to handle it. No one's going to fix your stuff for you. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes you can't you can't always just say that. But stuff like this, you know, I would I would use this. I don't think it's like necessarily bad, but also like sometimes people have to figure that shit out for themselves. But it's also like I, I can see this being like I, like, I like it also because it brings you a choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you I, know I which one's right right away. You know, like you want to you know, find a solution. Everyone wants to, to be this. part of it. Be a part of the solution. Yeah, of course. So it causes you to start finding an answer or a path to to that that to the outcome that you want. And what's weird is I've never looked into the saying actually. Like you explained it really well, but I've never looked into the wording of that really? of that thing. But like when somebody would tell that to me, like I would instantly start thinking about how how I'm going to solve the problem, right? Because I don't want to be the problem. I want to solve it. But I wouldn't think that this was the reason why I was thinking that. But it mm. was. Yeah. You know, such a simple sentence can change a lot of how you think, you know? That's really cool. I like that advice. Yeah. How do you guys take it to apply to something that is like a really, is an issue much larger than yourself? That maybe one, like you said, one person can't be, can't solve. Can't be the solution? Yeah. Um, I or, mean, or maybe even have like an, a significant effect on the solution if you were to try to be part of the solution i think that it comes down to are you willing to put in the effort to be even a small fraction of the solution yeah i mean you're never like nothing's ever going to truly be solved i don't think no, i think like, that's the best part of life though is you're always figuring out you're always you know fixing something the ocean is probably unless there's some huge change will probably never be clean like just as humans we have a waste and it always just ends up there yeah right but that doesn't mean that it can't be maintained or handled 
so much better than what we currently have. Mm-hmm. So if everybody takes that approach of like, oh, well, it's never going to be solved. So what if I just, I'm just, why waste why recycle? energy? Why recycle? Just throw it away. You know what I mean? If you take that approach to it, then, then the world's going to get a lot worse. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like that black or white view. I just, the world that we live in is not black and white. It is very, very, very fucking gray. There are very few things in this world that are either black or white. It's like nothing's that clear cut, Mm-mm. you know? So I know people that are like, oh yeah, well it's never going to get solved. So why even try? And it's like, well, it makes life better. It, it the like life gets exponentially better when like emission rates drop by 20% than if they didn't drop at all. Like it's still, that makes no sense to me. Like there is still improvement to be made in these small figures, but we tend to get caught up by these huge numbers and these outliers that it's like, it's like this all or nothing mentality, which I, I, I've recognized that I've had in my own life of like, oh, well I can't make a hundred cold calls today. So I'm going to do zero, which saying out loud makes zero sense. But I guarantee you, if you, everybody listening to this sits down and thinks about something that they want to do, if they think if you think like, oh, well, I'm not going to automatically achieve, like I hit a roadblock and I can't do C and I can't hit my solution. I can't be the, like the solution is not going to be there, but like my life would be so much better if I even got to like, if I didn't get C, but I got to B, it would be that much closer to C, you know, there's still so much to be gained from the small steps that people tend to overlook. Did I go off on a tangent? Did I answer the question? No, that was great. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was great. I have no, I, that, right on. All right. Best, best example of when to give that advice. I feel like if somebody like your kid sees somebody getting bullied and they bring it up to you and like, they're not sure if they should mm-hmm. stand up for the kid or not. Mm-hmm. Like you're either part of the problem. You're letting that kid get bullied or you're part of the solution and you're stepping in and solving it regardless of consequences. Oh yeah. I like that. Worst example to give someone that advice it's a bad way to get that advice it's pretty it's pretty well-rounded um if you see a bully you've been stumped if you see a bully Mm -hmm. like beating up a kid and you just had to be more the problem than the solution and you help the bully and then you're like you're not the problem you're the solution they're like i want to be the fucking problem so you're part of the solution of being beating up problem. that bully yeah you're, the, being you're the, the solution to the bully's problem which is beating up this guy oh the bully's problem which is he doesn't have lunch money so yeah. you're gonna help him solve it exactly mm. two exactly. sides to every situation it is there's, and, there's and a pb and i've said this before on this this i watched on this podcast i've watched a documentary and it's about like terrorists and they're like the scariest part about it is you quickly realize that there are no such thing as bad guys. Everyone thinks they're the good guy. Mm-hmm. They're all doing it for a cause. That is frightening. That's scary crazy. shit. That crazy is some scary crazy. shit. All right, ninety-nine cent, ninety-nine dollar. Ninety-nine dollar. That's 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 some that's some money right there, baby. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. All right, which leads us into our other signature segment. Right. Oh yes. The boys' room. And this is where we throw some problems at our boys and see how the they boys. would handle it. 
get some good advice from ah, I got chills. What was that? I got chills. Shrek, stop blowing on his neck. Stop, baby. From reading some of these things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, they they have this uh slug. The you know the slugs that Shrek eats like they're like in his soup. They have those as candles. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna buy them. Nice. I'm gonna put them next to Shrek. Perfect. You'll feel like he's at home. Yep. All right, a girl that I dated, quotes, dated in middle school, sent me a Google document filled with poems and letters she's written over the last five years about me. I've had zero contact with her since middle school. Wow. I don't remember the exact timeline, but it started in seventh grade. I vaguely remember our friendship, and in the eighth grade, I asked her out over the phone one night. Nice. And she said yes reluctantly. Okay. The next day at school, I'm pretty sure we did not say one word to each other. <laughs> Sounds about right. I maybe passed her once in the hallway, and that she called me that night saying she was in love with another boy at our school. Oh, damn. I don't remember any Quick of the details around. from the conversation or the following night, besides that I was sad about it because I did like her as much as you can when you're 13. Yep. Yeah, hit uh, skirt, skirt, there, baby. man. This was, a, there. this was a relatively long time ago, so everything's vague, but I'm sure it was over a week, and I moved on with my life. We ended up going to different high schools in the same town. Now, she DM'd me earlier today asking how I've been. I responded like I always do, and then she said, can I send you a document to read? Will you read it and just, just read it? I said, what for? And she said, it's personal, and it was important for me to read it. I said, okay, and she responded by saying that if I never wanted to talk to her again after reading it, that that was okay. She just wants me to read it. Right on. So she sent the document um, titled, I miss you and we should hang out soon. Text me. Consists of three pages of short poems and letters written to me. I won't go into all the details, but basically says that she has always loved me and she's sorry for what she said to me over the phone that night. Uh, I checked the edit history on this document, and sure enough, she's been writing these for the past five years. The first edit was 2017, and the last edit was made last December. Obviously, blindsided from this whole letter, I've had little contact with this girl in the past five years. I have no idea how she could truly believe that she was in love with me. I know absolutely nothing about her, and she knows nothing about me. I don't remember what I told her when we were dating. Again, less than 24 hours or what I said over the phone to her, but I was in the eighth grade. So if I did say I loved her or anything like it, I obviously didn't. Oh, dude. How do you even approach this? Oh, man. I think this is just a classic what if situation. <laughs> the girl was like, what if? What if we worked? This, the guy I tried to go for was an asshole, but he was kind of nice to me. And maybe she's been dating assholes ever since. And he was the only guy that was nice. But then again, what if, what if, so what I'm saying is she's stuck in that what if phase, but she never got out of it. Yeah. You know, and sadly, like she, she might not be able to get out for a while until like, at least she feels that if you read that and if you made up your mind, whether you guys want to date or not, that was going to be the end of her. What if she's going to find, she's going to get the answer to that situation. Now, I don't think, I think that comes out more as creepy than as like a a devotion of love. Um, But I think it's her trying. And I will give her props for that. Yeah. That's trying. She's putting herself out there. Including seven fucking, however long fucking years later. Like, damn. That, but I just don't think, I think in her head, her head just coming out like maybe as semi like romantic, you know, cute. In a dude's head, this is like, you've been thinking about me for seven years. Why? Yeah. Why am I that important? What did I do in 13 years old that impressed you? And especially if like there's been zero, like little to zero contact. And obviously he says he can't remember the 
high school incident. But like so much happens, like you change so much from like your 13 year old self to the individual that graduates high school and goes to college or goes to do whatever you're going to do after high school that like he has every right to just not respond and not answer or call her and be like, Hey, what did I say? Like get answers. Like, I feel like having that conversation would be really important too, just yeah. for both sides. Um, cause I mean, obviously she's put a lot of time and thought about doing this. Okay. So, okay. But putting this in your shoes, if you're the dude, she sent you all these letters. What do you, what do you do? What do you say? Do you respond or do you just like take it and move on? I would, I would have a conversation with her. I wouldn't just completely like ghost her. Like, even if she said it was okay, I, I wouldn't do that. I would be like, obviously the same way he's concerned about her harming herself. I would be this, concerned about the same thing. Like I've had zero contact with you over five years. Now you want to like talk to me. So in order to do that, you just send me this long list of poems to read. I'm yeah. Like, of course Like I, you've obviously thought about me a lot over these last, you know, five years. Like I'm not just going to like ignore it. Like I would call and talk and like come to some type of resolution, whether it's like, maybe I'm slightly like, you know, like, okay, cool. Maybe that would have worked out. Now I can have an answer to that question if I'm willing. But also there's like a lot of red flags here, even before starting yeah. the entire thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I would just, I would definitely respond. Be like, hey, thank you for uh, sending me all these. Um, I don't think I feel the same way, but I do appreciate, you know, you caring for me for all these years. Letting, giving her. Like acknowledging. Acknowledging that she, that she's cared. Maybe without him knowing, but she's cared. Yeah. And that, that's still a beautiful thing. It might be a little creepy, but I don't think she means anything bad by it from like how this is going. So I would just say thank you. But no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And then move on with your day. Whether she, whatever she does after that is on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would not take responsibility for it, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. That's a lot of writing too. Fuck. I was looking at my wedding page and noticed, <laughs> noticed that a really good friend of mine, or so I thought, <laughs> deleted herself from the RSVP page. I texted her and didn't get a response, but it's not uncommon for her to do that because she has poor cell service at her house and she's a space cadet. Oh, nice. How do you have poor service if you're a space cadet? After I texted her, I went to find her on Facebook out of curiosity and found she had deleted me. Didn't delete her Facebook or even block me. I can still see her page. Hmm. I went to Instagram to see if she'd done the same thing. And what do you know? She did. I 100% don't know what I've done to her. I've never said a bad word about her and was there for her when I... She was there for me when I really needed a friend and we worked together and everything was great. It's just uh, bizarre. I know this is kind of stupid uh, um, and I know I shouldn't care because obviously this person isn't like a real friend, but it's it's difficult. We're adults in our 30s and I feel like if she had any issue, she could have just talked to me about it. Uh, I don't want to message her and say something like, hey, what is this all about or anything as I am not comfortable with confrontation and to be honest, it doesn't really matter, but you know, what, what happened? What what uh how do i move on i i don't, i i'm all for having that conversation i think that's important whether the person a- answers or not like she might just completely blow this person off but i think you have to ask like especially if you guys are close friends you know um it doesn't seem that they're close though yeah but i mean if it's if it's bothering her enough to come ask a bunch of strangers how to handle the situation I, I don't know. Just go to the source. Just go ask. And I, I understand she said she's not comfortable with confrontation, but this is a great time to work on that because if it doesn't really matter, you wouldn't be asking. And 
if it doesn't really matter, you can ask, and then whatever answer you get should suffice if you really need an answer. Yeah, if you really need an answer. I don't think this deserves an answer. I think it's one of those things where, like, maybe maybe this girl posts some annoying shit, and the, the cadet just doesn't want to fucking deal with it. So, yeah. boom. I've done that. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I don't want to see somebody's shit. Just stop following them. It's very easy. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. People move on. People people grow older. Sometimes they don't want to see the same things. Sometimes they don't want to see the same people. You know, like I don't talk to or, half the people we went into high school with. Or maybe maybe like the the life that this person has is something that the other person is envious of, and they just like can't stand to see it anymore. So they just unfollow because it's just better for their mental health. Like yeah. at some point, you got to do what's best for you. You know, as uh, you know, for better or worse. Like you do what you got to do, and that affects the other person if they do notice yeah um but also like people aren't going to like you yeah not everyone's gonna like you not everyone likes matthew not everyone likes me not everyone likes david sometimes we don't like david you know but it's it's a thing everyone feels it i think it's the fact that she feels like she's not liked so she's and she's never felt that before maybe or she's never noticed it before so now she doesn't know how to deal with it um but to me like I don't know. If they don't want to be in it, then they don't have to. If they don't want to be in my life, they don't have to. They can move on. Mm-hmm. And I'll figure it out, and then I'll move forward, too. There's nothing. You can't let those things hold you back. Yeah, the, think, sa- the same way everybody has a choice to be a part of your life, everybody also has a choice to not. Like You're in your 30s. Yeah. Let's come on. And you have kids. We got to move forward from that shit. Yeah. Easy money. And the last one, I'm on the edge and irritated. I was with my girlfriend, uh, now X maybe for two years and she recently started using no waste deodorant maybe two months ago. I understand that she cares about the environment, but that shit reeks. <laughs> it smells like garlic and it doesn't even seem to work. When I asked her <laughs> if she could switch back, we got into a huge argument about it and it ended up making things worse. I ended up breaking off the relationship two days ago. We sat down, I talked, and at the end I said, I don't think this is going to work out and that I could help her find an apartment. And then she said, okay, and that we would talk when she gets back from work, but we never did. I was thinking, okay, maybe she got the memo, but she keeps (laughs) using the deodorant. She lives in my house, moved in right before quarantine, and the smell didn't used to be there because she used secret, which honestly made her smell good. I don't think this is going to work out, and I want to talk to her about her plans moving out uh, because I want the constant smell of garlic and sweat gone but she won't acknowledge the fact that we're broken up so what do i do (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) bro i can only imagine the smell of garlic and death fuck that dude oh my gosh i don't know if she if she can't compromise then that's a problem in the the first place okay i is there have they talked about compromising? Because if she's not acknowledging that they're broken up, like, but what's the compromise to that? That she does trying just other doesn't wear deodorant? other environment friendly deodorant. Yeah, there's plenty does, of brands out there. That you know what I mean? Work. Like, just yeah. try other brands. Like, yeah. see what works. Now, I do know that with uh, some of these deodorants, there's like you have to go like two weeks with nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they like I have no. Idea. Monique was telling me this. She she was gonna do, it, but then she didn't like. It clears out your pores, and then the deodorant, the natural deodorant, is able to like be more effective and actually stop body odor uh, from smelling. Um, Compared to like, you need to give two weeks of not using anything, any deodorant. Mm-hmm. 
it's a risk, but I'm, I'm guessing it's worth it if a, a lot of people do it. So, um, but you know, I I think I don't think if Monique decided to use this type of deodorant and it smelled, I wouldn't break up with her. I would say, hey, I don't think that brand works. Can we try another one? You know, like if it is like if she this is something that she cares about that like she cares about the environment. She wants to make this, you know, it's important enough for her to go through this. Like, okay, let me help you. Like, let's figure it out. But if we're going to be cohabitating, like there needs to be like a conversation that needs to be had. You know, he goes, I asked her if she could switch back. We got into a huge argument about it and ended up making things worse. I have a feeling the dude didn't really approach the situation correctly. Jeez, really? Just a thought. <laughs> including when he says, it smells like fucking garlic. I just think, I think there's, uh, that it's, it's something that she's trying to do. Like she, like, like we just talked about solving of solving this problem. Like deodorant's not good for your body. Like a lot of deodorants like can cause cancer over like time. Like aluminum and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not good. And I think the, I think if he, if he asked if we could switch to another brand, I think she would be open to because he asked like immediately to switch back. Yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't, he wasn't understanding that she was trying to make a difference. Yeah. And so like by saying like, can we just go supporting. back? It's, it's, he's not saying, Hey, can you just use this deodorant? What she's hearing is, Hey, that like those things that you really deeply value, can you throw those away? So I don't have to smell you. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's less about the actual deodorant and more about like the meaning behind it. Yeah, I, exactly. It, it could have just, I mean, he could have just been like, yo, we got it. We got to get rid of that shit. Cause it stinks. And yeah, that just, I mean, coming hot and yeah. And coming in hot is never a good situation. No, You know, I think that there's a, this, the fact that a deodorant talk ended in a breakup is this guy's a little overreacting. I think he's being a little bitch. I think he needs to just kind of like calm down, have a conversation. And then like, I think the fact that he says things like she lives in my house, like tells me that the, the cohabitating probably isn't really so much of that where it's more of like, I can guarantee you there's probably some type of uh maybe some control issue here. Yeah. There's, there's some, some shit happening here, but I think you should have just had the conversation, dude. Don't, don't fucking go off. Like be, be a part of the journey. Like if it's something that means something to her, like, Walk with her and be like, okay, this one doesn't work. I will tell you that. Let's go find something that does and, you know, meets us both. Like, it it, it, it acknowledges your core values and beliefs that yeah. you hold dearly, but it also, you know, does the job. Just support. Support the other person. It's very simple. I just don't think he was able to, to do that at that point. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, boys. Dalton, what are you scoring up with this week? Uh, you know, I was, I, I I think I mentioned last week that I had like a, a what test was it? What what is the test in the middle? Of Your midterm. Midterm. Um. So it turns out the midterm wasn't even for my actual grade. It was just because the teacher wanted to give us a midterm. So I was stressing out for no reason, and I was super annoyed. Um. I passed, but it doesn't fucking matter. Um. So that so I'm screwing up with my teacher. I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> what are you screwing up with, Matt? I'm screwing up with my knee. Called it. Your good knee or your bad knee? Uh, I guess they're both bad right now. I guess this one's worse. Yeah, um, your bad knee or your worst knee? Yeah, my worst one. The one that is wrapped in this bandage. I'm just, I'm just annoyed. Like, I've come so far. Like, I was finally like doing things, and I'm just like, literally, the only time I got emotional during the entire thing is when I thought about how hard I was gonna have to work to get back to where I was at. You know, granted, it was like high. 
I had two options. It was either everything was torn, it was going to be nine months of recovery, or I sprained it and it was six weeks. So I definitely got the better of the two outcomes, Mm -hmm. but like I've never been injured before where I can't do anything. So this has been very frustrating. So that's what I'm squaring up with this week. David, what are you squaring up with this week? I'm squaring up with my wire. I finally got the thickest wire, and so it's just got tightened. I can't really bite that much on stuff. Yeah, that's the worst. It sucks. It hurts. That's gnarly, dude. But yeah. Matt, what's your woe, dude? My woe dude of the week. What is my woe dude of the week? I don't know. Don, what's your woe dude of the week? Come back to me. Uh, the fact that like all these churches are freaking out over Lil Nas and his shoes. No. Right? <laughs> dude, honestly, I think those shoes are fucking dope. I, I think they're fucking cool. But... They're also getting sued by Sony. Are they? Yep. Wait, why? Because it's got the swoosh logo on it. Are it's they, not uh, a Nike. Wait, it's not a Nike shoe. So why would they be it's getting some sued other by com- Sony? It's some so why other, do you apologize I mean, to Nike? Not Sony. What the fuck are you talking Nike's about? Nike's suing them. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. So it it was it like wasn't it a Nike shoe, but they customized. It's they customized based it? on a Nike shoe. So, but it's they, this third party company that makes the shoe. Oh shit! Uh, and it's it's again it's modeled off of the old Nike Air Max, like yeah. ninety seven yeah. or just, something. So I was talking to Dalton and. Like apparently there's a drop of Lil Nas's blood in it or something it's, like it's that. It's real blood in there. But yeah. I feel like there's like a health code violation at some point in anything related to like having human blood in a product that you're gonna wear. But think about it. We all waste blood. Like it doesn't even have to be Lil Nas. It could be a pig's blood for all we care. It, it, does it doesn't it, matter. It's just blood. Dalton, I feel like you're not understanding that there's human blood. In this shoe, well, what I, if it's not human blood? What if it's animal okay, blood? Okay, there's in the it middle all looks of a same. pandemic. It all looks the same. No, I, I, okay, doesn't matter. There's blood. There should be some type of health code violation. Why? What are you gonna drink the blood? Who knows, dude? People are weird. There's Don't a, drink the one blood. lady that literally took a condom and put it inside her and got pregnant. That's true. You know what? This is a health code violation. <laughs> yeah, like, like I just feel like that's like. No, I didn't. I, yeah. You I, know what I mean? I feel like there has to be something there that they're violating. Yeah, but I, I just thought they looked cool as fuck. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. But now I can understand. I totally thought, like, they were saying that Nike made it. And I was like, there's no way Nike no. would do that. It just separates their audience so well, much. You also said, like, churches were getting super mad about it. Yeah, churches were uh, bringing up Lil Nas and how he's, like, supporting the devil and devil worshiping and all this stuff. And, I mean, there's a pentagram in the shoe. <laughs> there's a pentagram, like, pendant on the on the laces. Um, I don't know. He's probably just an alchemist. You know, <laughs> poor guy just wants to make potions. Doesn't get it yet. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, he's doing what he wants to do. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a cool art piece, but I don't think that uh, uh, it was the right time. Yeah. Also, just don't put the Nike swoosh if it's not the if it's not Nike, yeah, man. That's a, that's a rookie so move. Uh, David, what do you? What's your woe, dude? Uh, my woe, dude, actually goes back to high school. We were talking about something over the weekend and. Uh, we remembered a an Egyptian kid who transferred to our school, <laughs> and uh, I think I was the one that got us all to call him Fez. Yep. And uh, oh yeah, and Fez. he 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 he's just down. He was down for it, and uh, I'm just surprised at how easily that just like uh, just stuck. I how thought easy that was, his it was name. to just be like, no. hey, we should call him. That's Fez, 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 and we and. Uh, <laughs> That was cool, dude. That wasn't the only person I did that to. No, there was a couple other. I don't. I, I don't really look back on it <laughs> with much pride anymore. But 
His brother just, was that's cool. why it's a whoa dude because i'm like wow Fadi. i'm surprised yeah Fadi was cool Fadi i'm surprised cool. that, that just like went over so easily yeah um but yeah <laughs> we had a foreign exchange kid that david from named Egypt fez. that we named fez and that was it for the all of he was like a freshman right uh yeah i think so and it was all four years yeah. he was fez. did it mean did, did it fez and that 70 show mean foreign exchange foreign uh-huh. exchange student yeah, yeah. that's all it is yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> david uh, yeah. Matt, what do you what do you what gets you stoked this week? What got me stoked this week? Uh seeing a lot of like the people at the open like just do really well and like you know talking like Natalie fucking killed it. Um like everybody did so well and like just being able to see them all like go out and push themselves to the limits like um I've been thinking a lot about like you know how easy it is to do things that make us comfortable but how difficult it is to like get to that point of exhaustion where you just know you need to keep moving and so like i think we have an environment where we encourage that and uh so that got me stoked it always gets me a little fired up definitely uh, don what about you what got you stoked this week uh shrek amen just, fuck yeah dude shrek is love shrek is life let's just fucking go what got you stoked david uh I'll, i said it earlier i'll say it again i'm still playing sekiro and before it took me like you know a couple hours to beat each boss. No, and it I'd took have, you. This one boss you told me that the other it co- day took, it took a couple you days. days. Yeah, and I would like have this big on cheer session when I when I finish and everything. And I've gotten so good at the game that I beat the boss, and I'm like, all right, let's Honestly, go on to the next you just thing. Honestly, you deserve a trophy for beating that game. That game is hard as. I'm fuck. not done with it yet. It's hard as fuck. You deserve a trophy once you beat it. I'll have I'll have a big party. Yeah, for throw a party for the last. Yeah. Uh, throw a little shindig. Oh, yeah. yeah. And shout out to my sister, yes, for crushing it at the open. Yeah, I had, really you know, good. all that too. I didn't want to jump on your thing no, too, but uh, yeah. So. All right, made it this far into the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. Go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you are at. And if you're interested in getting anything from Manscaped, remember, code DRUM, D-R-U-M-M. Are they Mans- all in caps, Matt, or in lowercase? What's the problem? Fine, either way. Uh, but we're just for... Consistency. Let's go all caps. All caps, D-R-U-double-M at manscaped.com. Like we should clarify that. For 20% off and free shipping. And if you made it this far into the video, go ahead and click the subscribe button down below and the bell notification icon so you know when we upload these videos. And if you like it, it really does help the algorithm and help us out. Uh, but until next week, you guys, everybody stay safe. Thank you so much. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.